at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. So nearly 20 to 10. Don't forget at 10, we have um, KG coming on with Seasons and uh, that will go through to 1 o'clock today. So coming up at the end of the month on the, I think it's the 27th of February, that's right, and running until the 3rd of March, is the Joburg Film Festival. It's the 2024 edition and there's 60 titles that will take place at the Joburg Film Festival. Some great um, films that are taking place and so we thought we'd find out a bit more about some of those films, but also what you can expect at that festival as well. Tim Mangueri is the Joburg Film Festival Executive Director, and uh, he's on the line with us. Tim, thanks so much for making the time. Good morning to the SAFM listeners. So, okay, we're looking at a lineup of uh, close on 60 films. That's a hell of a lot of films. Uh, what, how's the curation gone? What are you looking at? What can people expect from the festival? Look, I mean, as a, as a festival, I mean, obviously, we position ourselves as the premiere of African uh, film or African cinema, and we are a curated uh, film festival. So what do we do? We go all over the world to try and find the best uh, films for that particular year. If you look at the lineup of some of the films that have been selected, uh, most of them, they've been Oscar nominees for their countries, or generally because of uh, the beautiful films and great films by beautiful directors and beautiful talent behind it. So yes, I mean obviously we've got sixty over sixty films that we've selected this year, and some of them will be short films. And also this year we've also included uh, student films uh, because of the you know development is in a very it's it's part of our DNA. It's in a, it's in a part of what we do at the Film Festival. So when you put something like this together, you do. I mean, I know that you have ABSA on board um, as one of your partners, as is MultiChoice. I mean, I'm imagining that this is not something that is a, a cheap process of putting these things together, given that a lot of these are Oscar awarded films. Um, I'm just thinking of Perfect Days, which was the 2024 um, Oscar Best International Feature finalist. It sounds like a great film. And you've got a couple of others as well. Costs on something like this, but also partnership on something like this, must be um, really critical for a film festival of this nature. Yes, uh, it, is, it is very critical, uh, if, as you can imagine. Um, you know, the, some of the films that we that we select, uh, they, are, they are not from South Africa, so what do you have to do? You have to pay exchange rate and mm. uh, for streaming fees. And because of the rent uh, being uh, <laughs> what yeah. it is now, it is a bit expensive for us. But, you know, we are very grateful that we've got multi-choice uh, on board is our main, main partner, sponsor. And then obviously we've got now Absa coming on board and obviously we've got uh, uh, Movie Room, which also coming on board, we'll be focusing on the women in film uh, uh, section of the film festival, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. We do have some of the um, producers and directors on the line. Uh, we've got uh, Joy Mawela, who's on the line, producer of the film Blurred Lines. Joy, I'm not sure if you are with us yet, but uh, uh, hi, great. You are with us. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle, and uh, thank you for having me today. And I understand that um, congratulations should also be on because uh, CEO of Chimolohong, that would, of course, be, I'm assuming, a, a very, very new appointment. Uh, no, I started with Chimolohong in 2020. This was just after we started production in the film. So I didn't do the film under Chimolohong. This was, um, it's my debut film as a producer for Kanuli Travel Productions. So I'm excited about yeah, this new journey that I've embarked on after working uh, as a broadcaster for 13 years. 
I've also worked for the National Home and Beauty Foundation. So it was a big transition for me, moving from the decision-making position to actually making my own film. Yeah, I mean, it's all very well to sit there uh, in that air-conditioned office and say, yeah, these guys can do this film with this. And now suddenly you've discovered that you can actually only do the film with that, I'm sure. Yes, definitely. (laughs) But it was really a very, you know, challenging journey for me. Like I said earlier on, being in a in a decision making position and now having to pitch to broadcasters where most of the time you conflicted, you find yourself uh, you know, agreeing with the broadcaster when they say something <laughs> as under doesn't work and you yeah. keep shaking your head and like, Yeah, yeah, yeah and they they also look at me and say, Jory would know that these kind of genres don't work. So World Cinema and Art House films are very uh, niche and mm. I think there's a big market for these uh films. There's a big uh, community of festival uh, goers that we are actually targeting with the film. So yeah, it's not your mainstream film; it is your art house film, which has a it it does have a big market. Yeah. Joy, talk to us about the challenges of being a producer, and I think often. Um, for for general listeners and people who just love a film for a film's sake, they may not understand what the role and the function, of course, of a um, producer is. Talk to us about that. So what I've actually learned is that producing is like a marriage. No one teaches <laughs> you how to <laughs> how to be a producer. You have to have the charisma. You have to be a people's person. You have to have the patience. It's, it's a very tough job because everyone is relying on you to raise the funding for the film to happen. So you've got crews to pay, you have actors, actresses to pay, which most of the time you're chasing after your funders, and it's not an it's not the easiest job on earth, if I may say so. It's hard to even convince investors to buy into a movie because the first thing investors look at is a return on investment, yeah. and I think the South African market really struggles when it comes to really, you know, building a strong business case that shows the return on investment. We've had a few successes in the industry, but obviously it depends on what is trending at the time, what genres are trending. I think we have been very successful in the in the romance, uh, rom-com mm-hmm. and genre, so that's why we opted to go for an art-house romance movie. So, yeah, but it has been really a hard journey and eye-opening, but I was lucky enough to have mentors such as Brainstorm Entertainment that really backed us up. And we worked with a, a service production that is more established that actually held our hand throughout uh, the production. And yeah. it wasn't easy because it was uh, the, the filming happened during uh, COVID. We were still working under very tight restrictions. And it's a two-cast member film. We had to work with limited crews in one location yeah. that was shot in a, in a hotel in Santon, which is a, a two-cast made up of Benica Jones and Esdama Pengeza. So these talents, they really showed their talents in a time when, you know, everyone was still uncertain about whether they're ready to do business or not. So we actually auditioned a few people, and most of them were still not ready to actually go back to, 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 to filming, yeah. Joy, it sounds like uh, the, it sounds like you must be relieved it's over, and that but delighted that it's now going into the public domain as well. No, definitely excited. I think the timing is also perfect mm. as we're heading into Valentine season. So this is a movie for lovers. It's a very intimate, <laughs> romantic movie. So 
So uh, we did a, a few uh, exclusive private screenings, and the movie was well received. I think our audiences really got the, you know, a thought-provoking narrative of the movie, and it has exceptional cinematography, and the soundtrack is to die for. Sounds like it's going to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, we've also got Meg Rickards on the line. She's the director of the film Snake, which sounds like a fascinating uh, conversation about a man who enters the world of a family and what uh, he does or doesn't do in terms of that family. Meg, thank you so much for joining us. As the director of the movie Snake, um, you must also be really looking forward to the Joburg Film Festival or the Josie Film Festival to see where it comes to, how it comes up, and uh, just how the audiences respond to it. Hello, Meg. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, loud, okay, my good. apologies, I wasn't hearing you at all. Then. Okay, Just, morning to all the listeners and yeah. Joy and him yeah. too, thank you. Talk to us about um, the film Snake and um, yes. yeah, what, what you hope is going to come out of it with regards to the festival as well. Well, I'm really excited because I've actually been attached to this project as director since 2011 when I first oh. read Tracy Farron's remarkable novel, Snake, and it just blew me away. I was desperate to make it as a film. So it's a really long journey. So we've just, just completed it. Literally, we've been doing the delivery this week. Um, so it's very exciting to put it out into the world, and I couldn't be happier than <laughs> premiering it on the Joburg Film Festival. Meg, you know, yeah. um, there's there's this idea of how one takes, I mean, what is the term where you, you put an option on a book and then yes. uh, look at the uh, uh, possibilities of then taking it through into film? How does that actually work? So um, we approached Tracy quite um, early on, mm. um, around 2011, and the book was, it actually went through another producer initially, but then our company, Boondoggle Film, Mm. then later optioned it. And you pay a small amount of money, more like a symbolic amount, which gives you the exclusive right to develop the script. In this case, Tracy was actually the main script writer. She was the script writer on this. And um, she worked on that screenplay. And then later you you activate that option. And much later in the process, we joined forces with the wonderful company known as Associates Entertainment, who... Um, brought the remainder of the funding that was needed and we'd raised some initial funding through the National Film and Video Foundation but then they brought Amazon on board and also EVOD on board Mm. so we were able to put up enough of a budget to actually make the film and um, I've actually forgotten the name the the, the, the term that you use you kind of enact the rights and then you actually have the rights to make the film and you pay the full amount Is it generally the case that the author of the book would write the script as well or is that not necessary? No, it's actually not so it does happen but I think um, Tracy's very unusual in being both a novelist and a screenwriter. Mm. Uh, she also made um, her film Tess, which was based on a book with Blush, and she also wrote the screenplay for that. Yeah. So, Meg, you mentioned Amazon. It was something I also wanted to yeah. ask Joy about, but l- let me put it to you. Um, when we talk about films... Uh, that are going through the streaming process. So Amazon, we can think about Netflix, we can think about Showmax. I mean, how different, how has that changed the filmmaking environment in South Africa? I mean, I imagine it's had a really critical and positive impact on uh, the the sector. I think it has had a positive impact on that. It's... um more accessible by more people and there's more content being made. Mm. Um, I think that's the big plus. 
Um, I think sometimes it means that um, budgets are lower because there's so much material being churned out. Yeah. So, and you've seen the, the writers and actors strike recently in the US. Mm. I think that's also a response to it. Does sometimes allow creatives to not get recognised in the way they should financially, especially. But I think that is now being redressed going forward. Um, so I think it's a it's a double edged sword. It brings a lot of good things, but they because it's a it's a new way. It also means that um, new structures have to be developed and new ways make sure that people do actually get recompensed appropriately. Meg, we wish but you... I think in terms of democratizing the medium and making it accessible to more people to make films, that's Absolutely. really great. Yeah. Joy, I know that uh, you are still with us on that, and I just wondered, um, what was your take on that as someone who's worked in, in the kind of space of um, funding and that kind of thing? Just the opportunity that streaming offers to the film sector right now. Now, I think streaming is uh, guaranteed to get your revenue up front yeah. and also has a very large audience. Uh, I think we, I mean, the South African audience has completely moved away from cinema. And also the challenge back then was that we were competing with heavyweight uh, Hollywood movies. Yeah. So the streamers kind of give you, you know, an option to really choose what you want to watch when you want to watch it. You don't really have to, you know, go up against uh, the Hollywood titles as much as they are, they are there on the streaming platform. It's actually a market that's really more flexible. And, yeah, you guarantee that, uh, you know, upfront driven. Well, we can only say we wish you all the best, Tim. Uh, best of luck as you launch the Joburg Film Festival taking place in less than a month. Uh, Joy also as a producer of one of the films and Meg as the director of the film Snake. It sounds like a great lineup of um, movies. Definitely if you are interested in film then this is going to be the place to see some really, really excellent performances and also films as well. And we want to say good luck. It takes place from the 27th of February and runs until Sunday the 3rd of March at various locations around the country. That's it from us. We are out of here. I want to say thanks so much to the entire team. We've really appreciated uh, you guys holding the fort. And uh, we are going to leave you with the SABC education feature. And that is means it's the end of our time. So we can now say no longer good morning, but rather goodbye. This program is